Hi everyone, Benjamin Smith here, pastor of Revealing Truth Ministries, Wesley Chapel. You know, God is always speaking good things to us and he has a word for you today, we are sure of it. Take some time out to listen and we'll be back as soon as we're done. God bless yeah. you. Amen, let's do our Bible confession together. I can be what it says I can be. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. Every verse is God breathed, and I aim to live by every word. It is essential to my faith foundation and works to change me from the inside out into the person God created me to be. That is why I should never let it go. It is reliable, it is the truth, it is divine, it is the word of God, and shall forever be to me my Bible. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. hallelujah. Give God some praise for that. <laughs> hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We have a foundation scripture. It is uh, John 14, 27 from the New King James Version. Uh, Mike, can you move? Can I come back just a little bit? Thank you. Because I might run around here. So, okay. John 14, 27, New King James Version says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord God. I thank you for the vision that you have given to each and every person here, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, that they will continue to walk in their purpose, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, as we hear what you have to say to every person in here, Lord God. I thank you that the word will, the word will be uncompromised. I thank you, Lord God, that they will hear what you want them to hear. They will receive it so they can apply it to their everyday walking around life. I thank you, Lord God, that they are activating the people within themselves now. And Lord God, we just give you glory and honor, Father. As I decrease, Lord God, you will increase. And I thank you, Lord God, that I will speak all of you and none of me. And it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. So we all have distractions. I don't, I don't know anybody in this world that doesn't have a distraction. Distra all distractions aren't bad, though. Sometimes when we hear about distractions, we think distractions are all bad, but they're not all bad. Some distractions are uh, in some pretty packages. They're, they, they, they look good, and then we get off because we're trying to do so much good, but we're not doing everything that God told us to do. Because, see, when you're doing good things, you think those good things are God things, but God said if he didn't tell you to do it, then it's good, but it ain't him. So that's a distraction. And sometimes we call, as believers, we call distractions storms. I hear that a lot. I say it a lot. This is a storm. Boy, I'd be glad when this storm is over. I just want to get to the other side of this storm. This is hard. This is challenging and things like that. But we just had a natural storm. Amen. I dare you. <laughs> so she can Isn't it funny how they call, how a lot of these storms are named after women? <laughs> so I guess a thunderstorm or a rainstorm is named after a man, but a hurricane, they named them as women. So I dare you came through. The saints got together. The saints got together. We prayed. We intercede. We didn't pray for I dare you to go over there or over here. We prayed for her to disintegrate, be wiped off the face of the earth. 
I read somewhere that I, I believe they were saying one person uh, was injured or killed because of the storm. But God. Because what the news was saying, it was going to be catastrophic. It was going to be bad, y'all. I tried to go to the store just to get me some water because I like different types of water. They have none. So everybody was preparing, but the saints got together and they yeah. prayed, and that storm, Idalia turned into out of out. Out of out. If the saints would get together and pray during any storm, did any type of situation, any type of challenge, any type of circumstance, if we just get together and pray, two, if only two would agree. You don't need everybody, but you just need two. Sometimes your two can be you and Jesus. It don't always got to be I got to call somebody. I got to call on that body. It can just be one or two. We get together and we can pray, not just when there's a natural storm. We have to get together and pray when there's a spiritual storm. Spiritual storms are storms that, I believe that the enemy sets up and he calls them distractions. He will put something in such a pretty package. When you unwrap that package and it looks so good, you don't forget that that came to kill you. That came to destroy you. That came to take you out. But because the package looked good, you don't forget the situation. I'll, my belief is Anytime anything is going on, if you keep your eyes on the one who gave you life, there is nothing that can take you out. There's nothing that can make you feel any type of way but God. There's nothing in, on this earth that can move you out of the hands of God unless you say so. And we're in this series called Peace Within. I went on a, a, a vacation. I went on a cruise. And my peace was being disturbed so much on vacation, I, I, I said, God, I need your help with this because I'm, I'm on this cruise. Everything is beautiful. Everything is good. I'm like a kid. I'm seeing these mountains. I'm seeing all this stuff. But my peace still was a little disturbed. I, it was the distractions that looked good. They were in that package. And I kept looking at the package, and I, didn't, I took my eyes off of God. So I said, God, I need you to help me with that. Why is my peace being disturbed? And he told me, he said, he said, daughter, you got to prioritize your peace. Saints, you got to prioritize your peace. God told me, he said, the peace is already in you. The peace is already in you. The peace is already in you. you can't nobody take your peace if it's in you, if it's within you, if it's embedded in you. The only way somebody can take your peace is if you give it to them, if you allow it. We complain about uh, things going on. We get frustrated. We get overwhelmed. We get all of these things because we're doing all of these good things. But if we were doing only God things, which are also good things, then our peace would not be disturbed because it's still within us. You got to activate your peace. The word says you got to pursue peace. You got to go after it. See, what we like to do is we like to call on a Pastor Benjamin. Hey, could you pray for me because my peace been disturbed. We got to call somebody and ask somebody to help us with that peace that's already in, on the inside of us. Pastor Benjamin can pray. Pastor Mike can pray. Pastor Greta can pray. Everybody can pray. Miss, Miss Jackie can 
Pastor, she going to walk it out. Well, we can pray. We can pray because I'm going to give you, turn you back to Jesus. And that's what they do. We, we turn you back to Jesus. Jesus said he left his peace within you. We don't have to search throughout our, our village and our other people to find that peace because it's in you. We don't like to turn the mirror on ourselves. We like to turn the mirror on other people. We like for other people to pray for us. Nothing wrong with people praying for you. But sometimes, saints, you got to learn how to pray for yourself. You got to learn how to seek God for yourself. He said that he left his peace within you. So my husband don't have my peace. I have my peace within me. I have to activate it every single day. The word say we need to get up early and seek him. Not just when the peace, not when our peace is disturbed, early. We, sometimes we pray, we pray to God when a storm is coming, just like we got together and prayed for Idalia. We prayed when the storm came, but are you praying when there's no storm? Are you praying when there's nothing going on? Are you praying when everything is right? Are you praying just when everything is wrong? And then you're looking to God like, what happened? You happened. You got to pray. You got to keep your peace, your peace that surpasses all understanding what he gave to you. You got to activate it. You got to keep it. You got to walk it out. You got to believe what the word said and stop believing what the world say. The world is a temporary um, what's the word? You know I'm trying to use correct words. I see all these teachers in here. So, so, and so mirage. See, if I slow down, I can, I can pronounce it right, but I know there's some country people in here with me. They, they know what I mean when I say stuff. But you know, it's a mirage. It's like if you're in the desert and, and you're so thirsty and you start seeing waterfalls, it ain't for real. The world is not, this is not our home. You are aliens. You got a great body. You're looking good and all that, but it ain't for real. You're not going to take this body with you back home. You're not. God gave us clothes, a suit. This is an earth suit. It's going to disintegrate here in this temporary world. So why are we going to be absent from our peace, absent from our peacemaker, absent from our creator? You got to go back to them. I feel like this. When it's time for me to go back home to my mom and dad and tell them some stuff, because I had to share some stuff with them that I did when I was younger. I, I thought I was going to take it to my grave, but Holy Spirit said, you need, to, you need to, I think you need to be free from that. So when I had to go back and tell them some things that I thought I didn't want to tell them, when I started talking to them, I got free. Y'all, I'm going somewhere with this. When you start talking to your daddy, you're going to get free. If you never talk to him, you are staying, keeping yourself in bondage. You're not releasing the peace within. You're not activating the peace within. You're not pursuing the peace within. And that's why there's so much storms in your life. That's why there's so much turmoil in your life. Every time a storm comes, a storm shouldn't take you out. You're supposed to go into that storm and then come out becoming the storm. Every time there's a storm coming on, when they say, I dare you, I say, oh, here comes Shalita. Let's pray. Let's get this together. Because, see, I'm going to become that storm. That storm can't take me out. I'm not going to go and buy up everything in the store. I'm going to pursue my God. That's what I got time to do because he provides everything I need. He knows that you need water, shelter, food. He knows that he's going to provide all of that to you. He's already done it. He has already done it. 
And we have to make a decision to prioritize that peace that's on the inside of us. Y'all say peace. Say, I am peace. I am peace. You are powerful. You are anointed. You are equipped. You are peace. If the peace is on the inside of you, then you have become peace. You have become everything that God said that you are. All you have to do is activate it. The, The issue or the challenge is sometimes we don't want to do something. There's a lot of things I don't want to do. I don't want to be up here today, but there's a lot of things that I don't want to do. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me. There's a lot of things that we don't want to do, but we do it because God said, I sent you. I sent you. I sent you. You have a word on the inside of you that you're holding so tight. You're holding on to that word so tight It's not benefiting you, them, they, us, nobody. And it's definitely not benefiting you. If God said he did say we are blessed to be a blessing. If you're blessed to be a blessing, then what are you blessing? What are you blessing? You know, I no longer allow distractions to distract me. There was a time... um, when I knew that I grew up is, I knew that I had matured and became, and when I left from being an ain't to a saint, okay? The elder said, we gonna role play some spiritual warfare. I was an ain't, but I had grown up saint. I said, nah, y'all call me when you get on the battlefield. Don't call me to role play, don't call me to play. I wanna get on the battlefield. When y'all get on the battlefield, call me because I'm not an ain't anymore, I'm a saint. It's a lot of ain'ts in here. Let me tell you the the example of an ain't and a saint. An ain't is somebody that's cool with the devil. He ain't bothering me, I ain't gonna bother him. That's an ain't. A saint is somebody that he messing with somebody you don't even like no more. You ready. You suited up. You dressed up. You got your armor on. You coming to snatch every person, every being that God created, not just the saints, but everybody that he created. You are snatching them up out of hell. You You kicking the door in. You going to war for them. It doesn't matter because they're not in your family. It doesn't matter because you don't like them, but you love them. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't even matter that they got themselves in the situation. Sometimes the ain'ts. Don't want to pray for people because they got themselves in a situation. I told them. They should have known better. They shouldn't have did that. I had already told them that. You know, we want to tell people one, one time, one and done, but God continues to talk to us. He continues to see us. He continues to release us. He continues to bless us. He continues to walk with us. He continues. He continues. He continues in spite of us and what we do. Listen, if, 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 if everybody in here got every single thing that they prayed for this morning, what would you have? Exactly. That's what you would have. Because sometimes, sometimes we're, not, we're not pursuing God. The word says, John 10 and 10 in the Amplified Classic says, The thief comes only in order to steal, 
and kill and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. The thief ain't trying to steal your car. The thief ain't trying to steal. He's not trying to kill your beautiful green grass. He is not trying to destroy your credit. The thief is coming. He is coming to kill, to steal, and to destroy. He don't want your stuff. He wants your purpose. He wants your promise. He wants your anointing. He wants that power that's on the inside of you. He try to shut you down every way he can. But listen, saints, there is no devil in hell that is stronger than you, powerful than you, anointed than you. He couldn't even stay in heaven with you. So if you rule and reign over the enemy, we're going to stop giving him credit. He's under your feet. You are, you are his ruler. When the devil tries to come into your house, he has to ask God, your creator, for permission. He has to ask for permission. So somebody that got to ask for permission to come speak to me, they ain't going to rule over me. Not me and my house. We got to learn how to take authority over what God has already given us. He, the devil is busy. I hear that a lot. I want to tell y'all, I know some of y'all probably said that today. If you said the devil is busy, then you are ain't. Because the saints say, my God is busy. My God is for me. My God is powerful. My God, if my God is for me, who can be against me? It does not even matter who's against you. It doesn't matter what they said about you. It doesn't matter what people are doing around you. What the song, the praise team was singing. This is how we fight our battles. That should be an anthem for the saints. We fight our battles looking to God, looking to the hills to where our help come from. My help don't come from the earth. Your help does not come from this earth. Everything that you get here is temporary. And you Listen, when you leave this earth, and you, in, you, you might not see yourself in there, but you in the back of this hearse, there's not going to be a U-Haul attached to it, carrying your stuff nowhere. We got to get unattached to stuff and get back attached to God and the word, the uncompromised word of God. That's what's going to hold us. You know, if the devil, if the devil could kill you, you wouldn't be here. If he could destroy you, you wouldn't be here. He can't take you out. So he's just trying to wear you out. He tried to wear you out. He, try to, he, he tries to bring the same stuff around again. I've told some people this, and I repent for it. I said, the only reason you have to keep taking these tests is because you're failing. I, I'm pro- I know I'm probably the only one that told some people that, you know, because I thought that because that's what I was taught. That's what I heard. That's what I knew. But God told me, he said, you ain't keep, the, the problem with that is, the devil has no new tricks. It ain't you. We think it's us. Oh, I failed again. I got to keep taking this test. Oh, my God. No, the devil has nothing new. You're not taking the same test. It's just that he doesn't have.
have anything new. So he's going to keep bringing the same stuff around and around. But what he didn't count on is you're not the same person that you was when he brought that first test to you, that second test to you, that third test to you. You have matured in the things of God. So now when he comes around with the same old, you're ready for it. Oh, this what you got? This all you got? You got to step up because, see, I done matured. I got my armor on. I am ready. My peace is within me. There's nothing that you can do that surprise me. It don't surprise God. It don't surprise me. I'm ready for it. So bring it on. That's how we got to be. We can't be. Oh, here come that test again. I didn't pass it last time. I didn't study for it. Your study is praying. I didn't study for it. So now I don't know what to do. You're not the same person. We are changing no matter what. Every, time, every day, every hour, every minute, we're changing. Now, if you're growing, that's a different thing because you're changing. And all change is not bad. But we got to stop allowing change to just happen, and we got to get in position to make change happen. We got to make something happen. We got to shake some things up. We got to be about our father's business all the time, not sometime. You know, I've always said that um, some of these believers, they're summertime Christians. You Sometimes you pray to God. Sometimes you want to uh, seek God. Sometimes you want to join and intercede for people. That's a summertime Christian. You're going to do it with some of the times. Some of the times when it's good. Some of the times when it's not so good. You got to be some all the time Christians. You got to be some Christians of all seasons. Not just when the season don't look good. Just because it's not raining on your house, it's raining on somebody's house. We're going to be our sister and brother's keeper. Tell your neighbor to activate your peace. Now tell them again and mean it. You know, you prioritize your peace by pursuing your peace. You have to do something. Every time the word comes, and it, if it, I'm just, I'm going to say about me. Every time the word is brought to me and I got to do something, I don't want to do it. God, you already know this is going to happen. Won't you just drop out of heaven and do it for me? Do it again, God. You did it before. Do it again. You're going to do it again. And God is like, I placed you here. I put the sword in your hand. You know, we believers got to put down the pacifiers and pick up our armor, pick up our sword, put our armor on. You got to get locked and loaded at all times. Pacifiers ain't going to get you nowhere. All it's going to get you is burnt. <clears throat> Jesus did not come to pacify us. He came to prepare us. If he came to prepare us, then what are we prepared for? We're prepared to fight the good fight of faith in this earth. We're prepared to do what God has called us on this earth. Some of you are walking in your purpose and don't even know it, but it's okay. You're going to get it. But just keep walking. Keep walking with God. Psalm 34 and 14, King James Version. It says, depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. You know, that means there's something you got to do. That's an exchange. He said, seek peace and pursue it. You know, in this scripture, David was, David was telling us, you know, all the stuff that David did, um, you know, when he slept with Bathsheba and all of that, that's in um, 2 Samuel. You can read it on your own time. But um, 
He's telling us all the things he had to do to seek peace. Now, he did some things. He did some things that were evil. He did some things that wasn't right, but he had to pay for that. There was consequences. We're going to have some consequences. But David, in this scripture, he's telling us what to do to seek peace and pursue it to go after it. Don't let things just happen to you. Don't get caught up in temptation. Don't get caught up in the world system. Don't get caught up in what you want to do all the time. Don't get caught up because it's your will and it's not God's will. Don't get caught up doing those things. Seek peace and pursue it. They disturbed my peace today. How, how somebody disturbed the peace that's on the inside of you? Are they on the inside of you? If they're not on the inside of you, they can't disturb your peace. The, peace. the peacemaker is on the inside of you, and he's not disturbing your peace. He left his peace with you. You got to activate the peace. You got to pursue that peace. You are peace. Say, I am peace. I am peace. We have to believe what we say. I'm telling y'all to say it because, see, you need to hear yourself say who you are and what you got. You got peace. You have the peace of God living on the inside of you. You have to activate it. Every time something go on and it takes you out, it takes you to the left or it takes you to the right, you're looking at your spouse, he ain't doing this, she ain't doing that, and, oh, you disturbed my peace today. I told my husband that. You disturbed my peace. And you know what? That means I just gave him so much power over me. And I'm, I'm saying spouse. I'm talking about friendship relationship, your children, your children, your children shouldn't be disturbing your peace. That means you didn't activate your peace. I have a granddaughter today. That little girl almost disturbed my peace. <laughs> this morning. And the Holy Spirit reminded me, you gonna give a little five-year-old that much power? She, if, if you don't know what to do with it, she definitely don't know what to do with it. So we have to be mindful of what we're saying, what we're speaking in the atmosphere, what we're putting out there. You know, only power, the power that I have, I'm not relinquishing it to anybody. No situation, no circumstance, no storm, no challenge, no bills, nothing. I'm not relinquishing my peace to anybody because God left it with me. He left you that peace. Stop giving away your goods. And then gotta, now you got to go looking for it. It's already within you. It's on the inside of you. Someone pass away, you love them, you're going to miss them. They in heaven rejoicing. Wouldn't come back if Jesus told them you got an opportunity to come back. No, Jesus, I'm going to let you handle that. I'm going to stay right here, and I'm going to praise all day. Amen. Don't let it disturb your peace. My peace I leave with you. So no matter what's going on, I know you're going to miss your loved ones. I, I, I think everybody in here has had a loved one to leave this earth. They move. You got to look at it the way God looks at it. You, we're looking at it through our natural eyes, but we're saints. We got to look at it the way God sees it. He sees it as a gain. We see it as a loss. When my loved ones go home to be with the Lord, I ain't lose nothing. We love on each other while we're here. We're here for a time and a season. Then we're going to move home. 
Didn't nobody cry when I moved from Warner Robins, Georgia to Tampa, Florida. I moved. That's what death, that's, that's what death looks like. You're moving. They miss me. We move. I, it's a move. If you would just train your thoughts and your mind to see things the way God sees things, then you're going to grow into things with God, and you're going to stop going through everything that you're going through. Going through something means you're just going. You're going, you're going. You're going around the mountain. You're going through this. You're going through that. Every time, sometimes you talk to some saints, sometimes you got to look at your caller ID. This is the one that keep going through something. They go through something. You can't even call them and say, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm going through. Oh, you're going through. Oh, I'm going through this. Oh, I'm going through in my finances. They're going. But you know what? We got to drop the anchor and start growing through everything. When you grow through things and stop going through things, you picking up tools as you grow. As you grow. Some children are growing, right? You see the children when they're five. To, I've seen some, some children in here when they were toddlers. They're adults now. And I, I, I can tell you, they picked up some things because they grew. So when you grow, you're picking up stuff. You're learning stuff. You got some tools to carry with you. You're not doing the same thing you did at two. Some of them, you're doing the same thing you did when you was two. You know? You know, at two, they, when they were saying some tantrums, you have tantrums when you're two. It's some adults having tantrums, but that's, a, that's, yeah. But you're growing. So you're picking up stuff, right? So you got to learn how to stop going through stuff. And start growing through everything. Growing me, okay, I'm growing through this season. I might don't have it all together, but since I'm growing, I'm picking up tools as I go. I'm picking up tools as I go because I need to learn how to handle this. I need to continue to activate that peace that's on the inside of me. I don't have time to keep going and going and going, and there's no spars to be won. We're fighting battles with no spars to be won. Mm. John 16 and 33 in the King James Version. It reads, these things I have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. This was Jesus speaking to the disciples. He was telling them, no matter what, no matter the why, no matter the why come, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, no, so saints, no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, no matter the ain'ts, no matter the can'ts, we got to learn to know that God has already been in your yesterday. He's been in your tomorrow. You might don't know who holds tomorrow. You don't know, might not know what is going to happen tomorrow. You might not know what's going to take place tomorrow. You got a bill that you got to pay tomorrow, but you don't have the money today. But God has already walked into your tomorrow. He already done made the crooked past. He, in the word, he says, I am perfecting every single thing that concerns you, 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 everybody. He says this about his word. He is a promise keeper. What he said, he will do. Because he said what he said. He's not an Indian giver. He ain't gave you something and take it back. He gave it to you. Now you activate it. 
He's not giving it to you and, and oh, well, God, you gave it to me last year, but I dropped it. Can you re-give it to me? Could you re-gift it? He, no, he gave it to you. He didn't take it back. You just got to activate it. Walk in your own peace. The peace is within you. I don't care what the situation is, what it sounds like, what it looks like. God never left us. He never, ever, ever, ever has left not one of us. He is not more powerful in my life than your life. God is an equal opportunity. Everyone has the opportunity to seek him. And you will find him. All you have to do is remember who you are. Stop letting the devil, stop letting uh, all this demonic stuff, stop, uh, stop even entertaining it. I don't even entertain it no more. Yesterday, I, I enjoyed a great day. I got home, and Lord Jesus, I don't know what happened. And um, I, I was growing through some things. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm reminding myself that when these attacks come, it's to shut you down. It's to shut you up. It's to stop you. It's to paralyze you. It's like you're walking in quicksand. But you got to remember who you are. I had to rise up and say, I am who God called me to be. I am going to complete every, every single assignment that I am given by God. Because, see, when I was out there doing the good, good stuff, I completed all that stuff. So now when it comes to me completing the things of God, I'm going to pursue those things too. That's how we have to be. I am not going to let no devil in hell tell me what I ain't can't do. We have to stand our own ground. I can't expect for my pastors to stand my ground for me. I can't. You can't. We can't. Your life depends on you activating the peace within you. That's what your life depends on. It's, it's so many saints are leaving here what we think is premature, but I want to I just give you a, a word. God honors their will. No matter how much you pray for them to stay, no matter how much you pray for them not to go, God honors their will. And you know, when you spend time with your loved ones, you'll find out what their will is. We are supposed to be praying in agreement, not praying in disagreement. I don't want this to happen. You know, God said he sent his word and healed them all. Healing is not just a physical thing. Your mind sometimes needs to be healed just as well as your body. When your body is not functioning, you can't even think straight. So you have to take care of the vessel. You got to take care of this, this suit that God has given us. You know, just like how we go and we take off our clothes and we change clothes every day. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. You change your clothes every day. I hope y'all change your clothes every day. <laughs> so if you so so you're not wearing Monday outfit on Tuesday, right? So the the blessing that God got for you today, He's gonna elevate it tomorrow. I'm not walking in last year's blessing. I'm not walking in last year's anointing. I have been elevated to walk in the purpose that God has for me today. And that's what we have to do. We, have to, we don't have to take our armor off. Your armor is waterproof. Shower with it on. 
You don't have to get, you don't have to take off anything that God has given you. you. Every time you walk into a room, you don't conform to that room. The room conforms to you. You walk in there with your peaceful self and everything changed. Everything shifts. The situation don't look like it looked before you got there. The chaos that's going on, everything that's surrounded, you're surrounded by God. You got to learn how to fight your battles with God within. Stop going in there trying to fight against people because they talking about you, because they said this about you, because they don't believe the stories that you telling them. Hey, listen, your story needs to be for God's glory. It doesn't need to be about you. Every time you step holy, every time you move blessed, every time you move the righteousness of God, every time you move, you are strengthened. Every time you think about the goodness of God, you should give him some praise. If God is saying that about you, all you got to do is believe it about yourself. Amen. Believe it about yourself. Say, I am peace. I am peace. Everybody in here has been, your peace has been activated right now. When you, when you go out in the parking lot, your peace might get tested. Because the, the enemy comes to steal the word immediately. But you got to shake yourself loose. You got to learn how to shake sometimes. I don't care somebody, what's going on? I got, I had to, you came to me trying to, I had to shake you, them, that off. You know, I don't care what I look like no more. You know, God is on the inside of me. So sometimes you just got to shake you. You got to shake some things off you. You got to get loose. You got to get free. You're putting yourself in bondage when you're holding on to stuff and junk and mess. God said that I got you. If God got me, you, us, we, them, they, it doesn't matter what anybody says about you. I say this. If you're talking about me, then you're talking about Jesus. And that's between you and him. They ain't got nothing to do with me. I just showed up to do what he said do. Come on. Hmm. Don't, 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 don't be distracted because somebody don't like you. Don't be distracted because they don't like how you dress. Don't, don't, don't get distracted because they say you can't sing. <laughs> Don't even get offended when they turn the mic off when you're singing. <laughs> That's a distraction. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Listen, if the Lord, if there is nothing off the table, there should be nothing off the table for you. If God tells you to uh, run up here and speak and pray and say something, don't, 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 don't get ready. You should stay ready. The word, there's, there's, um, there's a scripture in the word that says that you don't, have, you, don't, you don't need to be getting ready. You need to stay ready. And I say that, I say that uh, about myself a lot because I always know that I need to stay ready. God tells me to go do something. He's not telling you to prepare yourself to go do it. He said you stay ready. And when he says go, you ain't getting ready. You already ready. Because he's already done the good work on the inside of you. Last scripture is Hebrew, Hebrews 12, 28, and 29. I'm going to read that from the Passion Translation. 
And it says, since we are receiving our rights to an unshakable kingdom, we should be extremely thankful and offer God the purest worship that delights his heart as we lay down our lives in absolute surrender, filled with awe. 29 says, for our God is a holy, devouring fire. 29, the same verse in the Amplified Version in 29 says, for our God is indeed a consuming fire. The message translation, uh, 29 says, God himself is fire. Y'all fire. God is on the inside of you. Activate that fire. Stop fanning the flames. Stop allowing your, your fire-filled cells to go in any room and sit in the back and be quiet. God says, speak, you speak. God said, open your mouth and receive, you receive. Listen, hear, believe, because God said that peace that's within you is a consuming fire. Amen. You can't get burned. I look at it like this. You know, okay, I got a granddaughter. Dragons, you know, they breathe fire. What you have on the inside of you, you're spitting fire. Every time you speak to somebody, you're firing, you're firing. You're giving them some uh, encouragement. That's fire. Your words are encouraging. It's fire. You're, you're reminding them of who they are. Sometimes we have to get together and remind each other who we are. We have to remind each other what God said about us. Sometimes when you're speaking to people, you hear what you need to hear. That's why the enemy wants you to be quiet. Because, see, you might not have that word for me, but the word's already in me. But because I had a conversation with you, I heard what I needed to hear. Well, I don't want to talk to them today. You might don't want to talk to them, but if God sent them to you for you to speak to them, then everybody don't always have a word for you, but God always got a word for you. Sometimes just being in the presence of someone. You know, each and every one of you have a blood-bought right to peace. Pursue it. Seek it. Activate it. Don't release it. After you leave here today, remember who you are. Who are you? I am peace. Remember that. Do not say again. Somebody disturb my peace. Because that is not true. If you are peace, they cannot disturb your peace. Mm. I just think that knowing who we are, we need to count it all joy. The word says you strengthen yourself and go back and strengthen others. You can't do that when you are uh, when you are at unrest, when you don't have peace. The peace of God provides everything that you need. Even in the storm, you have peace. When Peter walked on the water, he walked in the water because he had peace. Then he took his eyes off the peacemaker, and that's when he began to sink. So when you're, if you're sinking, that means you've taken your eyes off of God. You've taken your eyes off the peacemaker. You've taken your eyes off the creator. Count it all joy, saints. It's been restored. It's been restored. It's been restored. You are peace, so you have been restored. So walk in that peace by any means necessary. And remember, the devil is under your feet. He doesn't rule and reign. He, he's the God of this world. Yeah, he, he might, but God doesn't send us here. Yeah. 
to rule and to reign. So we taking back the authority on this earth. We're going to tear up this earth with the goodness of God, and then when we get ready to go to heaven, we done planted all these seeds that are sprouting up some good saints and no more ain'ts in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Speak to your situation and watch it dissolve. Speak to your situation and your circumstance. I don't care what it is. You need healing, speak healing. You need financial blessing, speak it. Speak it, speak it, believe it, receive it, and walk in it. Pursue it. There is nothing on this earth out of your reach. Except for your thoughts, your unbelief. That's the only thing. Get it in line. The peace is within you. Amen? Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord God. I thank you for this time, Lord God, that you have given us to come together and to be um, in fellowship with you and your word. Lord God, I pray in the name of Jesus that every person that heard this uncompromised word of God, that their lives have changed now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, no more torment, no more destruction, no more deception will reign in their households, in their lives, and in their temple. I thank you, Lord God, that you said that you set them free so they are free indeed. I thank you, Lord God, that they will walk in their purpose, on purpose, with a purpose, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that they will move out the way so that they can see the way and know that you are the only way. I thank you, Lord God, right now. I speak peace over every person in here. I speak peace over their households. I speak peace over their financial situations. I thank you, Lord God, that you're elevating them right now. I thank you, Lord God, that you are uh, the creator of everything. There is no lack in your kingdom. There's no lack in your house. There's no lack in our health. There's no lack, no lack, no lack. So, Father God, I just thank you that they will speak to every mountain and it shall be moved. Lord God, I just give you glory and honor for it because you are God Almighty and there is nothing and no one higher, greater, powerful than you. Lord, we thank you that you're our anchor. You're our rock. We can bring anything to you. You're not a respecter person. It doesn't matter how many times we come to you. You're still there for us. Lord God, I just thank you I thank you, Lord God, right now for my people. I decree and declare wholeness, breakthrough. I thank you, Lord God, right now for peace in their lives, activated now. And Lord, we give you glory and honor for it all. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, that's what God had to say to us today. We pray that it blessed you. As always, we pray that the word of God blesses you not just years from now or months from now or weeks from now, not even days from now, but we pray that you got something out of the message today that would change your life immediately. God bless you and look forward to chatting with you next time.